This episode contains F words. Fuck. And A words. Asshole. And MF words. Motherfucker. And B words. And Bitch. the occasional see you next Tuesday word. Cunt. Listener discretion is advised. Are your friends tired of hearing you talk about serial killers? While you're at a dinner party, have you randomly blurted out the odds of being murdered by a complete stranger? Does Netflix only recommend documentaries on true crime and murder? If you've answered yes to one or more of these questions, come over and sit at our friends table. I'm Cam. And I'm Jen. And we are the co-host of our true crime podcast. And you can listen to us every Wednesday wherever you download your podcasts. See you on Wednesday. Oh, bye-bye. Love ya. Samuel, Battle of Podcasts, we're in a flutter. I want to talk about different Thanksgiving books that we should read. Okay. And we started looking through, and then we realized, I think, that, yeah, we should record this, because... As Mallory kept reading them, and I just kept going, <laughs> whatever, it just seemed a little bit farcical, so I thought that it might be best if we record. Yes. So that you all can experience my pain. <laughs> the joys. And now, also, it's kind of like a throwback to our trashy book time. It this is. This was what we used to do oh my God. all the time. We took a lot of care and thought into what books we should read, really, in the end. I feel there was a lot of time, whether we wanted it to be or not, trying to find diverse things. So we, we tried our repeating. best. We tried our best. We and tried our best. And <laughs> the hardest part, I think, were holidays when we were trying to figure out yes. Halloween and Christmas and, you know... Thanksgiving episodes were always the more difficult ones to try to find. So I think for you to take the lofty challenge of trying to find us a Thanksgiving book to read that is in relation to our new podcast was quite an arduous task that you also tried to pass off on me. <laughs> yes, I did. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, it's it's hard. And I can't believe I actually found a list that's literally 14 romance books set around Thanksgiving. Ugh. So that was pretty good. Um, I'm okay giving a little bit of a shout out to BookBub. If you don't know about it, we utilize it. We utilized it a lot back in the day, but it's it was <laughs> back in the day back last in the year. Day, last year, <laughs> um, it feels like eons back ago. In the day. Yeah, and they're the ones who put it together. And thank God because I didn't want to look up so many romance books of Thanksgiving. So. This one is literally called Thanksgiving. Oh, just um, Thanksgiving. Just Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, by Janet Ev- Ivanovich. Ivanovich. Mm-hmm. Can never see. Get it right, because she's famous. <laughs> so it's a, this is a very simple one. Usually we get really long descriptions. This one's just, uh, when Megan Murphy discovered a floppy-eared rabbit gnawing on the hem of her skirt, which, mind you... This is a Janet Ivanovich book? Wow. Why, you know her? Yes. That's why I'm surprised. Who is she? <laughs> She's a famous author. Oh, may not be the same, but yeah, it's it says Jenny number Bonavich. one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She meant to give oh, it to... Oh, it's 2009. That's okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. She meant to give its careless owner a piece of her mind, but Dr. Patrick Hunter was too attractive to stay mad at for long. Soon the two are making Thanksgiving dinner for their families. Mm. We could do a quick guess, I'm, since we're not going to read these now, now that we're just doing this instead. 
what probably happens. I don't believe that a floppy ear rabbit would do that. Why don't you believe that? Because the rabbits are way too afraid of that shit. I've been around rabbits, what whether they've been domesticated or not, and they are not just gonna come right up to you. Doctor, but then again, I don't know why you'd be mad that like a rabbit was not. Yeah, just been like, him. Oh, I'd be like, he's, a rabbit. He's so hot. I had to forgive him. Okay. For what? Like, the rabbit is just being a rabbit. Yeah. I'm confused. Yep. But Janet Ivanovich writes a lot of mystery, murdery books, too. Maybe that's what But she about. also has a lot of books here, like Foul Play and Hero at Large and Rocky Road to Romance that involve animals. One is chicken. Or, I'm sorry, a rooster. I was going to say a cock, but this is a family show. <laughs> yeah, this is a family <laughs> show. <laughs> The next book that's on this list is Her Naughty Holiday by hey. Tiffany Breeze. Hey, hey, hey. And I love the opening line here. A feast she wasn't expecting. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Clover Green. I have to say I love the names that people come up that's with. That's her name? Her name is Clover oh. Green. Would sooner crawl into her oven than host family for Thanksgiving dinner. Yet another annual ritual of too much food served with a side of criticism over Clover's bad life choices. Oh, Clover, get your shit together. This year, she needs to distract them all with a handsome fake boyfriend. Look over here. And she has the perfect guy in mind. Ooh, Dylan McDermott Mulroney. No, this is oh. contractor Eric Fields, which is E-R-I-C-K. Of course. You gotta be different. Mm-hmm. He's is the, the Viking. He's the poster boy for sexy single dads. Ooh. And Clover has been secretly crushing on him for ages. She certainly wasn't expecting Eric to agree to her insane charade or to add lots of hot, wicked sex to the deal. Mm. If they can pull it off, the worst Thanksgiving ever might give them something to be really thankful for. Hey. They're talking about orgasms. Yes, it's like, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> What do you think happens in there besides definitely getting together? The man, by the way, is um, jeans shirtless with his flannel long sleeve shirt wrapped around his hips. And it looks like he has an axe in his hand. Sweet. That means that he knows how to get around the land. Well, also there's a lake in the background with mountains. Oh, that means that he is a lumberjack. Paul Bunyan, you know. He's a lumberjack. And And he's okay. Because that's why he has to wrap the flannel around mm-hmm. his waist and display his, his manliness. There's a lot of packs going on. Yeah, packs. Lots of packs. <laughs> packs. So that was another option. But this option oh. is Just Married Again oh. by Charlotte Hughes. Okay, Charlotte. Uh, the last person Maddie Kelly expects to show up at her mountain cabin for the holidays is her soon-to-be ex-husband, who is always too busy to enjoy their hideaway. Following doctor's orders to reduce stress, Michael arrives at the remote cabin, unannounced and unexpected, in the dead of the night, during a snowstorm. Oh, I hate those things. Which is why Maddie greets him with a fire poker to the head. Get out of here. Rendering him unconscious. Oh, my. (laughs) And with a case of temporary amnesia. Oh, my goodness. We're getting real. Wow. As his memory returns, Michael... She goes to jail. <laughs> right? <laughs> Michael... Well, but here's the fact. As the memory returns, she, of course, she's not going to call 911 or anything. Well, why would you rather yourself? It can't with the snow. You can't even just talk to on the phone and be like, I just knocked out Did a she, guy. You know, like, what if he had that? Right? Oh, my God. 
So as his memory returns, Michael realizes how much he loves his wife and is willing to do anything to get her back, even if it means pretending to still have amnesia. So I guess they're both kind of the worst people. Uh, well... Add to the mix Michael's mischievous 13-year-old nephew, who has stowed away in the back of Michael's car. Scamp. And Maddie's two Deshounds, who take an instant disliking to Michael. Well, no, duh. I mean, a dog will know. And you have a laugh-out-loud recipe for romantic (laughs) rum. So that's really funny because they must have been separated for a while or something. Because because they're still they're still technically married. Okay. And the fact that like her two dashhounds instantly dislike, which means like she didn't like him from jump. That how either that or she got the dogs when they were split up. Maybe. I mean, these are all questions that could be answered if we read the book. Alas, (laughs) a gentleman's agreement. Oh, by Joy Avery. Oh, Joy. When it comes to love, all deals are off. Blake Farrington, because. Yes, these names are phenomenal. I love it. Knows exactly who to call when he finds himself needing crisis management. Yes, this task is outside Eunice's, Eunice Howard's. Eunice. Eunice. Eunice Howard's. That's a name. Mm -hmm. Eunice Howard's usual realm of responsibilities, but he's willing to. say that five times fast. He's willing to make it for a third time. Eunice Howard. Eunice. Eunice Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice Howard. (laughs) (laughs) I got this. Okay. (laughs) We'll see. Plus, she's ideal for the role. Who better to play as pretend lover? There's a lot of pretend lovers. They, I mean, it's the holidays. <laughs> then the one woman who knows him almost better than he knows himself. <gasps> what? Blessings. The last thing, Eunice. 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 <laughs> expects when summoned to her boss's office is a request to play the role of his new love interest to appease his mother, restless to marry him off. Wait, say it. Eunice's niece. Eunice's niece. Eunice's niece. (laughs) Foolishly agreeing, she ventures with him to Farrington Estates for the Thanksgiving holiday. She thought she'd seen all sides of Blake Farrington, but the man who emerges is a man she could easily love. (gasps) That's what always happens. (laughs) Their agreement blossoms into a connection neither Mm -hmm. expected Mm -hmm. nor are willing to admit. Mm. Mm-hmm. When the lines between make-believe and reality blur, something phenomenal occurs. I think there's something there that wasn't there before. Uh, don't even. <laughs> it's my favorite Disney movie, but don't even. I think there's something there that wasn't there before. All or Nothing by oh. Deborah Cook. Okay. Some people will do anything for true love, even if they have to fake it. So, this is, seems to be a romance thing of faking boyfriends until you make it. Because in the holiday time, your parents are expecting you to come home with someone. It's embarrassing to go home and be alone in a spinster, so then you have to go get yourself a fake boyfriend. Well, that's why you do what I do. Just buy a dog. That doesn't help. <laughs> Can I, like, I don't need a boyfriend. I got a dog to take care bang of. Bang your dog and Ew. have a baby. So therefore. All right. Saying. Jen Maitland had oh, hey, no Jen. use for handsome guys with easy charm. Me too. Until she met Zach. Oh, fuck. He's the perfect fake date to end her mother's matchmaking scheme before it starts. Father! Besides, 
besides, he'd probably just use her and leave her like her ex-fiance did. Right? At, le- <laughs> at least that's what Jen tells herself. Sure. The only problem is that Zach isn't as predictable as he appears. He's a wily bastard. Zach Coxwell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean. He hates commitment. Wow. As most penises do. But loves a challenge. No, (laughs) that's my little ad lib. But loves a challenge. Like the pretty bar waitress who turned him down flat for a date, only to invite him to her family's Thanksgiving dinner. (sighs) Zach knows he can make Jen smile. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. And he's he's betting that he can unravel her mysteries, even if he has to do it over candied yams. Mm. A tofu turkey, a sister who threatens to have Zach's love child. Oh my. The untimely appearance of a knitted avocado. Oh my. And Zach's discovery of her real motive. Oh. Combined to turn Thanksgiving dinner into Jen's worst nightmare. Oh, hell. Zach, on the other hand, has had the time of his life. Oh, sweet. And when he makes Jen smile. Okay, because that's all it needs. <laughs> no, that's all we need. We just have to smile more. Just this is to make that bitch smile. <laughs> he finally finds a commitment he's willing to make. Oh my god. But persuading Jen to believe him will take everything he's got. What happened if her teeth weren't nice enough for her to make a pretty smile? Well, then he finds another girl to make smile. Thanksgiving in Sweetwater County. Wait. By Sierra Knight. I, I found one for you. Oh. Okay. So, this is called Pulling His Wishbone Straight to Gay First Time Male-on-Male Thanksgiving Romance. Oh my, yes, please. I mean, I feel like this is really harkening back to our (laughs) old-timey days. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving, and Riley wants to pull Dustin's wishbone. Oh, yeah! A highly successful real estate developer, Dustin returns to his gritty steel hometown to purchase and close the failing mill and to make another fortune selling off the land. Once he arrives, Dusty isn't prepared for what he finds. Overwhelmed by a wave of nostalgia, he ends up hosting a Thanksgiving feast for the entire town. Just Ooh. like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> he also doesn't count on falling in love with his former football teammate, Riley Dunn, oh, a.k.a. Yeah. Wishbone. Yeah, yeah. Pull shared, it, pull it, pull that wishbone. A shared bottle of whiskey is all it takes for <gasps> Dusty to shed his inhibitions oh my and God. give in to his carnal desires. Now, is that consent? Which Riley expertly satisfies. Oh. So, yeah. Caught between exploring the feelings he has for his best friend and the money he stands to gain by destroying the town's livelihood... Dustin must make a choice that could ruin his chances for happiness forever. <gasps> One star. <laughs> <laughs> One star. I'm sorry. This is Pulling the Wishbone by Julian Clearwater and Timothy Baxter. I just, I will, that is an amazing title. I, I don't like care if it's just. I, I had to, right? Like, I had to stop you. Like, so a you wish. hear that I, because I feel like while you're reading these normal ones, like, we also need to remember where we came from and it wasn't these. I just have to say sorry to the next boy that I'm with because I'm calling it a wishbone. Ah, let me pull your wishbone. I wish well, your I bone was somewhere else. Do you want it to be a wishbone? I mean, like, it's a curve, so it hey. can kind of hit both spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,. There you go. They make Ball Peen Hammer way. taught us a lot of things. Ball Peen Hammer did. And I will also say 
Thanks to the memeing of it all for sending us all those dildos <laughs> the other day. And so therefore now we know they come in different shapes and that's why you can hit different spots. Should we be thanking them or should we be thanking the old lady that was looking I think we should thank it. the old lady too. But I mean, they do keep keep me abreast of what's happening out in the world. <laughs> all right. So back to back our to old you, and then when you find step. something else. Awesome. All right. So we were at Thanksgiving in Sweetwater County by Ciara Knight. Oh, Sierra. This is a very normal name. Jenna Mitchell Grayson. Oh, shit. Returns to her hometown to run a center for children with autism. Mm -hmm. Divorced and raising a child diagnosed with special needs, Mm -hmm. she tries to put her life back together in the one place she'd sworn she'd never return. Confirmed bachelor Deputy Walker has a reputation for being a playboy, as deputies are allowed to. Like, that's kind of fuckery if you think about it. That, like, deputy, he's allowed to be a confirmed bachelor and a playboy. Well, I mean, what else is he going to be? But he's never found the right girl to capture his heart. Not since the girl next door, Jenna Grayson, moved away. Now the woman who stole his heart has returned, and he is determined to discover why she left without an explanation or even a goodbye. How much you want to bet that that's his baby? (laughs) (laughs) They should be Thanksgiving. We should write a book called Thanksgiving Baby Daddy. That we should. (laughs) (laughs) This next book has a wishbone on the cover. Oh my god! What are the odds? Not like it was It's supposed to be. However, it's also called The Rancher's Family Thanksgiving. <laughs> Never mind. It's not meant to be. By Kathy Gillen Thacker. Oh, no. However, the first thing also, Susan Kerrigan needs a man fast. Don't we all? I wish your bone was fast. Yes. Mm. That's, yes. <laughs> when her family decides to play matchmaker, Susie think, can think of only one man to help her run interference. Who that? Rancher and caring vet Tyler McGabe oh, sweet. has always been there for her anytime she needed a broad shoulder to lean on or mm. a warm kiss to heat up a cold Texas night. Mm. But will pretending to be a couple ruin their friendship? Mm. Wait, that's a friendship just kissing? Sure. Okay. Because right. there's no like fondling or no, it's candies just like, or jobs. I'm cold. Give me a kiss. There's All right, no I'm good. There's no jobs happening. Of you course. Know what there's I mean? no like, wishbone pulling. If you're stuck in the winter, if you're stuck like outside, mm. you might want a kiss to warm yourself up, but you're still friends. Maybe it's like a peck on the cheek or a forehead mm. kiss. Or, or just licking all over like your face. Here, let me saliva. Let me saliva warm you. Gross. <laughs> that would make me colder. Just saying. Tyler isn't about, uh, or Tyler isn't sure about the idea either, but he can't let Susie marry somebody else, not when there's a man right here in Laramie who loves her and plans to show her Thanksgiving neither of them will forget. Wow. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Just goes dot, 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 and that's that. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, I have another one. Yay. Yours are more interesting. An Amish Thanksgiving. Ah, yeah. Amish romance. A Harmony Creek Amish romance. Book seven. And just so we know, wow. this is a clean Amish mystery. So there's no wishbone pulling? No. That's Romance by your favorite best-selling author, Ruth Baywell. Is she Amish? I'm, I don't know, girl. Okay. I mean, can they write books? No offense. Like, that is no shame. No, I'm pretty sure that they... they uh, 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 uh. As long as they make it themselves. <laughs> you can make paper. This is best-selling printing press. You can, I mean... You just get some sinew and... We apologize for our lack of knowing things about the Amish, <laughs> but I don't believe that they can go out and make a digital ebook. Just saying, because of digital. I will take my responsibility e-book. on not knowing for myself, because when my family and I went to Niagara Falls... Yeah, about to ask about it? 
Uh, we then went down to New York mm-hmm. to go visit, and then my mom said we should go down to Amish country and see like how they live their lives. Pennsylvania. And then I, and then I convinced, yeah, and then I convinced everybody else instead to be like, what if we just went back to Niagara Falls? <laughs> and then we did. So it's my fault of my own ignorance. Wow. Of the Amish. Good for you. <laughs> Let that be a lesson. She does not want to learn about world culture. <laughs> Left in charge of her siblings since her mother's death, and with the Thanksgiving dinner looking a failure, Leah Troyer wonders if she will ever be able to care for her family properly. I mean, duh, right? I worry all the time. To make matters worse, her aunts and cousins are coming to the meal as well, and with them comes the handsome Joshua Lapp. But though Leah feels an intimate attraction to Joshua, she knows she cannot entertain the thought of romance. She simply has no time for courtship. No, God no. Even Amish women don't have time. Let's move it along. I gotta raise all these 12 brothers, sisters, cousins, siblings, and also like Mm -hmm. farm and, you know, do whatever the fuck else I do on an Amish countryside. Still, he's a kind, gentle man, and as the Thanksgiving holiday draws closer, Leah begins to realize that she doesn't have to do it all on her own, Ugh. and that families are only made larger by sharing. What kind of Amish romance is this? An Amish romance! <laughs> Just by sharing? Sharing what? Families are made larger by sharing the wealth. Sharing, sharing, sharing the wishbone? Not the... No. Heavens. <laughs> no, not the wishbone, but sharing... <laughs> The load of work. Like, Uh, you need to build all of the structures, man, and then also till the fields while I go back and bake and, like, make canned goods. Turn butter. I (laughs) I learn all I know from Amish from Weird Al Yankovic. That's not a good way to do it. I have a brown one now. Woohoo! A McLeedon Thanksgiving. McClendon? Girl, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you're mispronouncing it. By Sean D. Young. Hey, Sean. For a perfect fit, sometimes you have to make a few alterations. Faith McClendon put her promising fashion career on hold to support her investment banker, her investment banker, (laughs) husband's climb to financial success, only to be dumped for another woman. Son of a bitch. The 30-year-old fashion designer has come home to Chicago to start over, this time on her own terms. Amid the lingering sting of betrayal, there's one bright spot, a renewed friendship with childhood buddy Michael Montgomery. For years, Michael pretended to be Faith's husband to fend off unwanted attention, gave her a shoulder to cry on, and cheered the loudest when she left home for fashion school. Through it all, he never stopped loving her. Time hasn't dimmed the spark between them, but when another man hits on her, Michael realizes it's time to stop hiding his true feelings. This 31-year-old professional photographer is ready to pose for his own family portrait with with Faith as his wife. Aww, There's a like warning. A real life wife? Yes. Oh. There's a warning though. Okay. What and the it? warning is that it contains a photographer who's through being pictured in a brotherish light <laughs> and a fashionista who's not sure her heart is quite mended enough to risk further alterations. <laughs> so beware those of you out there for this book. There's you may not be okay or ready for a fashionista. Who has a broken heart. Shit. Wait. Okay. Wait. Here we go. Okay. (laughs) This book is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Mail order 
Bride, Lily and Airless, an heiress for the Lumberjack, A Reason for Thanksgiving, Clean Western Historical Romance. That's a lot By going Libby on. Wheeler. There's a lot of freaking colons in this. Okay. <laughs> Is that like on the book too? Like all... <laughs> Is it all in the... No, it's just there. I was going to say, I was like, is that like the cover? Like, there's no picture? It's no, just... but it's like a mail order bride, a reason for Thanksgiving, and then an heiress for the lumberjack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. It's 1862, Ooh, and man. Lily Bellamy is at her wit's end. Why won't her parents listen to her? Lily wants to pick her own husband, not someone her mother has in mind. Lily decides to follow her friend's lead and become a mail order bride for a man in Oregon, because as one does... In 1862. Well, and to be fair, too, if you're going to marry a man that you don't know, may as well like be like, but it's my choice. <laughs> Not my parents' choice, who probably vetted him and made sure that he was kind and made sure that I wouldn't die. At least die. I can cash some cash for you as a result, <laughs> right. right? In case something does happen, whatever, but at least we can afford the family. Whereas, like, this way, she could just die and no one knows. Charlie... Chapman is a tall, <laughs> handsome lumberjack. That, that look you gave me. <laughs> uh, Charlie Chapman is a tall, handsome lumberjack looking for a wife. Life in a lumber camp is about as far from Lily's life in Boston as she can get. Will she be able to adapt to the hardships and the physical labor? After all, as the only child of wealthy parents, she used to being waited on no, and not waiting on others. A logging accident leaves Charlie permanently injured. What will he do when the only work he has ever known is no longer an option? Will he send Lily home? Join Lily and Charlie as they discover there's always a reason for Thanksgiving. Lily because hopes it's the same time every year? Libby, the author, hopes you enjoy reading this clean mail order bride short story. What are these clean pieces of shit? I mean, like it's Thanksgiving time, so it's not a lot. Of time so you for, can't have a it's hand not job. A time for blowies. You can't tell someone to go down on you in front of a fireplace. Like, what's Listen, going on here? I found the wishbone. That's the sexiest I found so far. So, <laughs> well, I have possibly a problematic one. Oh, sweet! A Cheyenne Thanksgiving Ooh. by Caroline Lee. Aww. When Cam McLeod. Yeah, that's the name. Is attacked by a half-starved exotic beauty defending her son on the high Wyoming plains. He's understandably intrigued. Oh. And more. As you would be. Like, and the more he learns about Tess. this half-starved vagrant attacking me on the plane? Apparently her name is Tess. The more hey, he begins, the more he begins to hope that he's found his chance at a ready-made family. So he just wants an easy in. He's just like, I don't want to go through all this fuckery. Can it just like be? Uh. As the weeks turn to months and he realizes how well they fit together, he knows that he secured his happily ever after. Except for one small detail, Tess refuses to give him her love. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Widowed even before her son was born, Tess Kitchens. Oh. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Has had to remain strong for so long. Cam's offer of marriage means a partnership support and finally a place to belong. But oh, her and new, it did, right? But her new husband Sorry. wants something more than she can give him. And she doesn't know what it is. What? She doesn't know what a dick is, Tamu. She had a baby. Doesn't mean she knows. It does mean she knows. She nah. had it one time and loves to have a baby. If he can convince her... That they were made for each other before the end of November. They'll both have a reason to be truly thankful. I don't understand why it has to have a date. End date. Well, I mean, because Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. Okay. Here's, I found something that might be sexy. Pride and Prejudice, a Thanksgiving Love, and Thanksgiving Love, an erotic variation. Yeah. By G. Scott. Darcy and Lizzie are invited to spend Thanksgiving in America after his cousin's wedding in New York. They take Lydia, but not Wickham. Wickham, however, follows on the next boat, bringing a special sketchbook of drawings of himself and Lydia, as well as one of Lydia's devices. When they meet her fiancé, they find him an odious man and do not want him to marry Darcy's cousin. How do Wickham and Lydia try to humiliate the groom to stop him from marrying Darcy's cousin Lucy? Why do Lucy, Wickham, and Lydia have to share a room after the Thanksgiving celebrations? And how does Lucy thank them that evening? Find out in this oh my. funny erotic variation on um, Jane Austen. I was going to say Jane Austen kind of prejudice. I was like, what is going on here? There's like a lot. I was thinking the entire time you were doing this. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. That makes sense. Uh, let's just say there ain't no reviews. Please so don't I... tell me that those sisters have. Listen, I can't tell you nothing. That's that uh, book. And you could buy it for... I'm not buying it. Zero or two ninety nine. Oh my god. <laughs> exciting i feel like we have covered the gamut we definitely have Mm -hmm. absolutely there's probably several more out there Mm -hmm. but one thing that can be for certain is tammy i'm very thankful that we don't have to read any of these books (laughs) i feel like this has fulfilled our requirement for thanksgiving and um i feel blessed about that so i thank you i thank you as well Mm -hmm. and we thank you all listeners we always thank you Happy Thanksgiving. Cheers. Candies. <laughs> Eunice, Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice, Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice, Eunice Howard. Howard. Eunice Howard. <laughs> <laughs> because Thanksgiving is magical, you guys. It absolutely. The is. miracle of Thanksgiving's past. Wow. <laughs> you mean like. Thanksgiving's past, or all the blood that was spilt onto our land. Okay, that's what I. Okay, I I was trying to figure it out. I got it.